What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. The Yappy Program on WVNN. Joe Biden is in Europe today, visited Ukraine yesterday. Um, I saw I saw a comment from Biden talking about uh, Poland. And if I find that I, I got to find I got to find it again, because it was like, what? <laughs> what is he? What is he even saying? Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear Lord. All right. Welcome back to the Yaffe program. This is the show uh, where you can count on the latest news, the important guests and the best analysis all for your morning commute. Here on Newstalk 770 AM 92.5 FM WVNN. Joining me right now, as he does every week at this time, James Carfano. He's a national security expert with the Heritage Foundation. James, how are you this morning? I, I, I'm fine. Look, you know me. Look, I, I, I think that supporting Ukraine is in America's interest. I've thought that since day one of the war, but uh, and, and I still believe that. But having said that, look, I, I think Biden trying to paint himself the hero here is 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 kind of more than pathetic. It's kind of sickening. After when the war started, brave Biden called up Zelensky and said, "Hey, do your people and run away." I mean, that's how brave he is. Did he really? wanted to be the leader of the free world for the Ukrainian people and make a real statement. He'd have gone six months ago, by the way, when I did. Um, and you, But now, like, when you're into the war, it's very clear the Russians can't win. And still, he called up Putin and basically asked for his permission before he went to Kiev. I don't think this is... This is just like him going to the border two years after creating the border crisis. He just thinks it's politically convenient to go now. It's not about being brave I'll tell you the thing that really, really got me the most is when he said, we will be with the Ukrainian people as long as it takes. How many people in Afghanistan heard that living in Taliban hell and said, yeah, right. Yeah, I find it interesting, too, that I mean, I guess they say he went because it's the year anniversary of the, the war starting. So they think that timing is good. But it, it is kind of interesting that he has shown weakness when it comes to China and then kind of incompetence when it comes to the whole spy balloon thing and so it's like part of this is an attempt to say okay no 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 i I really am tough even though like you said afghanistan is a failure the china yeah it's a distraction the war in ukraine is actually not going bad so he's happy to claim the mantle of that the money for supporting the ukrainians has already been appropriated for that so and the thing is, is what's very sad is it, it is making Ukraine a hyper-partisan issue. So we see, for example, that Republicans are more skeptical about supporting Ukraine. Democrats are more positive. Foreign policy isn't about politics. You know, Biden's made it about politics. And and I would say, to my friend, you know, for people who say, well, we can't support him because we hate Joe Biden. Well, I hate Joe. Nobody hates Joe Biden more than I do. But you don't, you know, cut off your nose to spite your face. And, and certainly many of the claims about the Ukrainians are – have proven utterly false. We, this is not NATO's war. Ukraine is not aggressive. 
It's not a country full of Nazis. This government is not corrupt. As a matter of fact, they've done more to root out and fight corruption than any government that, that's been there in the past. And and people forget that the source of the corruption in Ukraine is Russian oligarchs who've been meddling in the Ukrainian economy. So, you know, there's the something that somehow this is the Ukrainians' fault or they're evil. It's just not true. And it is in our interest to have a Europe that is not under the thumb of the Chinese and the Russians. So I, I'm all for supporting Ukraine. But, look, it's hard for me to say a good word about this president really got dragged into supporting this war and who if he'd acted like a president to begin with i'm not sure this war would have ever happened to begin with yeah you know i was speaking with uh senator tommy tuberville in the last half hour and he, he was kind of making that point that he thinks if biden were tough to begin with this war never would have happened but of course this was after we pulled out of afghanistan and after some other moves by biden that you know putin decided he was going to be able to do this and it does seem like it's really a lot. I mean, we've given them a lot of help, but in the beginning, it seems like it was really just Ukrainian resolve that stopped Putin. And of course, Russia's incompetence militarily. Yeah, I got to tell you, you know, um, I, you know, a lot of people look at Harry Truman as well, you know, kind of the one Democratic president that we like because he was tough. But I've never had a good word for Harry Truman. He was got my dad killed. I mean, it was a Truman administration that that would look. So, you know, weak that Stalin greenlighted the North Korean invasion of South Korea. As a matter of fact, the Truman administration already decided they weren't going to defend South Korea. And then and the two things happened. One is the North Koreans invaded. Two, the Russians were clearly behind it. Uh, and also, you know, we, Truman had lost China. You know, the Chinese had taken, the communists had taken over China. And Truman was like, oh, I cannot have another failure on my watch going to fight. So we threw a bunch of Americans that were completely unprepared and ill-equipped into the war and, and hope for the best. And yeah, my dad had What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real, because just business is better business. Visit JustCapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Hey, everybody. This is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 18 months in Korea, you know, survived, thank God, because otherwise it wouldn't be. But, you know, Truman put us in harm's way by looking weak. And Biden did that as well. Right up to the start of this war, Biden told he, everybody he didn't care about Europe, didn't care about Russia, didn't care about Ukraine. When the war started, he wanted the Ukrainians to run away. And, and he was only reluctantly dragged into this. And if he showed some resolve and gumption at the front end, 44 million people might not have had their lives destroyed. So pardon me if I don't have a, a, a nice word for the doddering old man who, who runs around pretending like he's Rambo. <laughs> yeah, with his aviator glasses or whatever it is. I'm speaking with uh, James Carafano. What do you think about Russia announcing today that they're pulling out of this START nuclear treaty? I mean, it doesn't seem too surprising. I don't think they've really kept up with it anyway. I, mean, I would suspect they've probably broken it already, but what do you think? 
well, I always thought the treaty was a nothing burger, and we were against renewing it. And it was it was actually again it was the Biden crowd, you know, that said, "Oh yeah, we need the treaty because because we'll work with the Russians now." When it's it's all just a joke. And the only thing they're not doing, and the reason why they violate, is they're not allowing inspection, which is actually a very minor benefit to us because we actually know what they have through our intelligence capabilities. So letting them inspect is it's okay, but it doesn't really give us anything critical. So we could have actually been fine without the treaty. The treaty's kind of meaningless, particularly since it doesn't really restore anything because the Chinese are building up their nuclear arsenal. So. There's really, really no benefit here to us. It's not really a threat. I mean, Putin says it like it's like somehow he's threatening us. It's an escalation, but it's not really. The U.S. starts nuclear testing. Maybe our start nuclear testing, which is again not a threat. Um, First of all, um, we 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 have a legal right to test because we're not a member of the Comprehensive Test Ban Treaty. Ironically, the Russians are, and so if they did, they'd be violating their treaty. But the other thing is we actually think the Russians have been conducting low-yield low nuclear testing for five years. They've been violating that treaty, too. So there's not an arms control treaty that's ever been signed that Putin hasn't violated. So I, I don't know what the big surprise here is. Yeah, I, I don't see it as much of an escalation because Putin can't defeat Ukraine. So is he really going to seriously start attacking other countries? You know, it's something like if the outbreak of World War II, if, you know, uh, Hitler invaded Poland and got his ass completely kicked. And then he said, okay, now I'm going to attack France. I mean, it just, I mean, Putin can do whatever he wants, but it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on that. Speaking with James Carafano, you know, the last bit of news dealing with Russia is Anthony Blinken came out and said he believes China is actively supporting Russia or is at least going to with, uh, I guess, some military arms or or something. We don't know exactly what that means, but what was your take on that? Well, I mean, I've always said the Chinese will do anything they can to help the Russians that the Chinese can't be held accountable for. So they were happy to buy, like, cheap oil and discounted, you know, because it was good for them. The, the notion of them actually helping the Russians, I mean, what's in it for the Chinese? And the answer is I don't think there's anything because the Russians are still going to get their butt kicked. So I don't see the Chinese doing that. So I don't know what this is all about. It, it's just a very uncharacteristic of the, Russian, the Chinese to think that they're going to arm the Russians. So then Chinese equipment can get blown up at the front and look stupid. I don't know what that's all about. Oh, okay. That's interesting because I, I guess a lot of people are afraid that this is turning a, into a proxy war, not just with Russia, but with China. But you, you you think China's not really interested in that? China's interested in China. Like, Give me one example where the Chinese have gone out for anybody and stuck their neck out for anybody where there wasn't something in it for the Chinese. And the answer is... There are no examples of that, because that's not what this government does. Huh, very Explain interesting. Explain to me why they're going to give military aid to the Russians. Um, you know, maybe the Russians are going to trade something for it. But, you know, the, the Chinese have so much Russian oil, they, they don't even need any more. Hmm. I mean, they talk about some of the, so the Russians can't give them any more oil. So, I mean, what, what does Russia have to offer? Yeah, that's a good point. Other than, yeah, destroying American arms that we send there, but it, that probably yeah, wouldn't I mean, happen. What's going to I mean, if the, if the Russians are incompetent, incompetent using Russian arms, they're going to be more competent at using Chinese arms? <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, you know, that's a good point. I can't, I can't argue with that. James Carfano, really appreciate you coming on today, giving us your perspective. Talk to you again next week. Thanks. 
All right. See you later. I want to tell you guys about the sponsor here real quick right now, Regenesis Stem Cell Center. Um, a lot of people go to Regenesis because they have bad knees and maybe they'll go to an orthopedist and that orthopedist say, oh, you have to get surgery. But, the, you know, might be a little reluctant to do some kind of invasive surgery on your knee. I mean, if you don't have to do that, if there are better options that could work, new innovative treatment, wouldn't you rather take that better option that doesn't involve surgery or doesn't involve taking pills. Well, let me tell you about another option. The Regenesis Stem Cell Center. They use your own body stem cells in the procedure to take away the pain. That's what they did for my lower back, my mid back, my upper back. They have helped people um, with military injuries, you know, veterans they've helped when they have injuries to their, their legs, their knees. So many people have just had their lives changed because of Regenesis, and you can have your life changed as well. But you have to give Dr. Charles Lee a call. He's Alabama's leading stem cell physician. Call them today, 256-715-8193, 256-715-8193, RegenesisStemCell.com is the website, RegenesisStemCell.com, I want you to make an appointment, get your life back, take away the pain once and for all, when you do, as always, you make sure to tell them Yaffe sent you. I want to talk a little bit more about the situation in Ukraine and uh, Biden's visit yesterday and what Biden is uh, rambling about today as he's in Europe. You're listening to the Yaffe Program on News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. The Yaffe Program. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 